Faturities, whether it's a barrel racing faturity, a roping faturity, cutting, reining, whatever. You say the word faturity and people automatically have an opinion like, oh yes, it everything has to be faturityed or you get the other spectrum of things as soon as you say that word, people are like, oh my god, I can't believe you push your horse that hard. Like, it seems to be you're either... Hell yes or hell no on that topic. And the reason why I'm talking about it, because I've shared a lot about my personal life lately on social media about um me training these two five-year-olds and starting to season them, my two babies, Miguel and Sierra. And that is probably... One of the biggest questions I've got with them, are you going to fraturity? So I thought I would make a podcast about it and talk about what I think about fraturities. And it's just my opinion and you can take it or leave it. But I hope you enjoy today's blog. Welcome back to episode 16 of Horses Inside and Out. Today's topic is going to be an interesting one. So it's a frequently asked question, question that I get. Am I going to fraturity my babies? And this is a question actually that I've gone back and forth on myself. So it's not just a cut and dried answer for me, but I hope you enjoy today's podcast. So to start out, I have at one point, yes, I was going to go gung-ho on fraturities and the Knicks. I'm not. I'm just going to take it easy. I have went back and forth and it seems like you're either really for it or really against it. And some people say, well, it's good to know the horse's credentials and like if it can do well young, it'll probably do well older. Or some people say you blow them up. And I kind of see sides to both. And that's why this decision has been kind of hard for me, but it's a frequently asked question I get, and I was talking to a good friend of mine last night, and I always enjoy talking with her because we have good conversations about anything, and she actually kind of asked me this question, and I thought about it, and I said, I'm not counting it out, but I said, I have one horse, what my gelding, Miguel, he is a little bit more on the sensitive side. And my mare, Sierra, she just hasn't had the time on the barrel pattern like they should if you are going to fraternity them. And I th- I've i thought about it. And like by the end of the year, if they are great, I might go to a few. But I'm not going to push them. And it's not me discrediting the great fraternity trainers or anything like that. It's just, this is the way I look at it. I have not picked these horses out from day one to be fraternity horses. I have picked them both out to be my rodeo horses coming down the next few years. But also, to me, if you're going to fraternity horse, you have to have a game plan to do so and have to work towards it. And they have to be kind of getting going and getting seasoned at quite a young age, which some horses can take. And I believe that, well, this is another talk 
I have too many thoughts going through my head right now, but another thought is the ones that do it consistently, um, the fraternity trainers like Rusty Rayquan, well, I guess Woodworth now, but uh, and Riley McKenzie, to me, those are just two examples, but they have a program. They know when to push, they know when to back off, and that's a little different for me. And I might get there eventually, but... Right now, I'm still learning, like I've trained a few barrel horses, but I'm still learning how to train different styles. I'm still learning what works for me and what works for different horses and everything like that. I'm not going to push myself to figure it out quickly when I'm still getting down the basics and what I like to do and everything like that. I think there's a big difference between that and someone who just knows that um this is what should be done like if they do this this is what you should do like those good trainers they'll watch a horse trot a pattern and be like okay we gotta break this and this and this down and I'm like holy shoot you can see that at a trot wow so that's just kind of my outlook on it I'm hoping that I don't get me wrong I'm still gonna jackpot them and maybe enter them in a rodeo and if I get the slack or whatever if they get come along neither one of them are there yet I just have not put the time on them on the barrels that they need to be able to do so but I am gonna haul them all season and I'm hoping that by by fall, they are going pretty good. They both have a lot of talent. So we will, I guess, have to see. So then I got going, okay, what do I make for goal then with these horses? Because my goal isn't really to enter fraternity because it, I'm just seeing how they, excuse me, progress and how I get feeling confident on them as a rider. So... I got thinking about what different goals I could make because I'm a very goal-oriented person. And then I came up with the idea, well, to I want to season them, basically. So I got thinking about, again, what measurable goal can I give myself to season them? And all of a sudden, I realized that I usually go to the same arenas just because they're close to or to where I live, and otherwise I have to travel quite a ways. And I realized that doesn't really help season them. It helps them get better in those arenas, but it doesn't help them get better for a rodeo horse or a horse that you can take down the road and you real is going to have the same run every time. So my goal this year with them is to run them in 40 different arenas, which... To me right now, seems like pretty lofty goal. It's going to be a lot of traveling and a lot of new arenas. But I think it'll be good for me too also to shake things up and be able to get my timing and everything down in new arenas. So I'm pretty excited about that. And another thing going back to the fraternity, I, if I'm going to fraternity a horse, I want them at least to be running where I know I have a little bit of a chance. They don't have to be winning the 1D, but I don't want to be high-loping. 
and entering these just I don't think there's anything wrong with it I just don't have the entry fee money to do so so that's another point that goes into my decision making but I thought I just would explain my year and explain my goals because I have had quite a few people ask me about it lately and your opinion may be completely different and that is okay that's the beauty about this you do whatever you feel is right for you and your horse and I can't stress that enough that if you feel they're ready go for it and if you don't feel they're ready then it's okay to take some more time but there is a difference between taking more time and always staying in your comfort zone remember that but so I just want everyone to do what they feel is best for their horses and whatever anyone says it's you and your horse having to go through this and having to enjoy it well not having to but wanting to enjoy yourself and everything like that so I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast it was a little bit of a rant and kind of went in every direction but um it was what was on my mind today I did have a plan but I was like no I kind of want to talk about this right now today so that's the beauty about something like this but I hope you guys liked my video. If you did, please let me know and follow me on all my social medias. So I hope you have a great day. Bye, guys.